Good morning! Happy Friday! Amazingly, we are here at week three, episode three of this new podcast, Small Wins. What is a small win? A small win is a concrete, complete, implemented outcome of moderate importance. By itself, one small win may seem unimportant, but a series of small wins, so wins at small but significant tasks, however, is a step in the right direction, and a series of these small wins are the secret to success. To simplify that down, small wins are the power of progress. To introduce myself, my name is Cassie. My friends call me Cass, so you can call me Cass. I'm a native Texan, a proud dog mom, and a big sister, and I am so thankful to be alive and here today and able to create something awesome and to show up in a genuine way. Today's episode is um, talking about self-accountability and having an accountability buddy. So I'm basically going over a few key terms or concepts. I'm going to break it down into sections describing each concept before going on to the next and how to use it in your everyday life. So those sections are going to be um, self-accountability. We're going to talk about self-discipline. We're going to briefly go into temptation. We're going to talk about finding and um, utilizing accountability buddies and briefly talking about the protege effect. So before we dive into the meat and taters, we're gonna start by celebrating a few small wins. And these small wins are mainly my small wins, um, but I would love to celebrate yours. So I don't really have a way at the moment for you to connect with me besides through whatever podcast platform you're listening to this to, or if you already have me on Facebook, um, you can definitely message me, or if you have my phone number, you can text me. Um, But if you are a new friend and you don't know how to connect with me, that's okay, because I'm going to create um, a Instagram page or a Facebook page for this um, podcast. So that that way we can connect and talk about small wins and maybe I can put some resources on there for you um, with background information on how I'm how I'm kind of researching everything and and looking into this for myself. So let's start with those small wins. My first small win is simply planning out and waking up and making this podcast episode today. It is the third week in a row on a Friday. I have gotten up and made made this uh, podcast and I really honestly don't know what I'm doing. Like I just, I just said I wanted to make a podcast and then I go, I just started. Um, so that being said, you know, I can kind of feel dorky at times. I don't really know you know, it's weird to put yourself out there like this, but it's a commitment I made. I verbalized this commitment and told people about it. Um, So here I am showing up and fulfilling that commitment, doing it again, 
And my commitment to this podcast is to make 10 complete episodes before possibly creating a second podcast. So let's let's celebrate that together because we're both here together on Friday morning uh, talking about um, positivity and accountability and all these good things together. So thank you for being here and I'm just proud of myself. All right, my other small win was that, um, not today, but, you know, Wednesday and Thursday, Joe and I actually woke up when our alarm clock went off at 4.15 a.m., and we woke up and hit the pavement. We ran a mile in the morning, and we always set our alarms for 4.15 a.m. in the hopes to run, but I will say 94 percent of the time we don't actually wake up we it goes off we get annoyed we're like and then we just go back to sleep roll over go back to sleep and then I feel so regretful later in the day because I didn't I sit down all day for work and I didn't really get a lot of movement and exercise in and I really love going for morning runs there's nothing better than literally hitting the ground running in the morning. It sucks. It sucks the first five minutes of it, but then you are just, your whole day is better. You are hyped. Um, if you get up and run, especially at four or five in the morning when you're the first one awake and everyone else in the world seem to, seems to be asleep and you go out and it's like you have the whole world to yourself and it's been brisk outside so that's lovely and um i go with my man joe and i do feel like exercising as a couple when joe and i get out and run together it brings us closer it's just the getting the exercise in and being healthy together it's very healthy for the relationship as well so that's a that's a small win. We actually woke up when the alarm clock went off and we ran and recorded our mile run. Okay, so moving on, I'm going to I'm going to go with Joe's small win. I think he's had more small wins than this, but this is the one that I appreciate. Um it's getting cooler here in Texas, so we are not mowing the yard every week like we had been during the summer. It's been a few weeks, um, but Joe mowed the yard. It's a big task. We have a pretty big yard and it looks incredible. And I know that was a big task and I know it sucks and he didn't want to do it, but he just got up and did it anyways. So thanks Joe. I love you. So many people love you and you are amazing. The last small win I want to celebrate is my coworker and friend. Amber. Uh, She's amazing and she has a lot um, fighting against her at all times I would say but she is a really hard worker and she is so determined to make make herself successful and make make herself happy. Um, But anyways she's been bummed. She kind of beats herself up a little bit when she doesn't get a sale. She's only been with our agency, I'm in insurance, and at our um, office for only a month now. But you know, the first two, three weeks, you're not expected to get any sales, but she was still pretty hard on herself. She did finally get some sales on Friday. So 
Good job, Amber. It did start with a family member, which that's how most people get their first sale. Um, and then once she got that one sale, it boosted her up a bit. And I think that's what helped get her second sale. So that's just going to keep dominoing. It's going to have that domino effect and um, she's just going to see great success. Great things are coming her way every day. She's having these small wins um, and she's an amazing person. I love you, Amber. I hope that you have a great Friday today and a great weekend. Good job too. You're, you're amazing. Don't ever forget it. Okay, so going on, my intention for today, Friday, and going into the weekend is to make every minute matter and truly not waste a second on anything that's not creating joy for me and helping me in my growth. Everybody in the world is a time waster. We're all time wasters at some point, even the most disciplined, productive people, they have something that will waste their time, okay? I don't want any of those to get a hold of me today, this weekend. I want to make sure that I am I'm living every second and minute to its fullest and, you know, just getting stuff done. Getting it done. So let's go into the meat and taters of this. What is accountability? We've all heard of accountability, right? The actual definition of it is the fact or condition of being accountable or responsibility. It's equated to answerability, blameworthiness, liability, and the expectation of account giving. So, let me simplify it down and put that into my my definition for you, okay? So, it's holding yourself to your commitments and holding yourself to a higher standard. This includes the commitments that you're making to yourself and the commitments that you're making to others. And not being flaky, especially when someone is depending on you. But I say not being flaky with yourself as well. Your commitments to yourself may be more important, if not just important, as the commitments you're making to others in any way, shape, or form. I struggled with accountability. I struggled with flakiness and being committed for a very, very, very long time. Um, it was brought to my attention by my dad, who is kind of my forever accountability buddy. If anyone ever is definitely keeping me accountable, yeah, it's, it's my father. Okay, so he did bring it up. Um, you know, my parents have always wanted to include me in all the things. Um, I was a young 20-year-old, 20 21, 22. Um, I was... I, I moved away from home. I was just kind of off my rocker. Um, and then even when I moved back home to Texas and I've started trying to get myself together, um, they would invite me to family things or to my little brother's sister's um, events and I would commit to them and then the last minute I would flake out and say, oh, I don't feel good or 
I would be hung over. I used to drink a lot more than I ever do now. Um, and I did, I couldn't get out of bed. So, um, there was just a lot of reasons why, a lot of excuses why I wasn't being accountable and following through with my commitments. And that actually was breaking their hearts. It was disappointing my brother and sister because they were excited that I promised to be even at, at the dinner at their house on a Sunday. They were they were looking forward to me being there based on my word and I wasn't showing up. Last minute even I was I was canceling last minute. Don't do that. Don't. Because get out of your comfort zone. Maybe you're going to be more comfortable in bed or you just want to stay home or whatever it is, but you bring joy to other people. So, you know, push yourself. I promise once you get out of your house and get out of that funky state you're in, you're going to be better. So, no matter the situation, if you've made a commitment, unless it's a dire emergency, don't break that commitment. Make sure, before you commit to anything, make sure it's something you're willing to follow through with is a huge part of that as well. Because your word is worth everything. If you say that you're going to do something and then you don't, trust is lost and your word starts to become nothing. Your promises, your commitments, your words are valuable. So be careful with them before you start handing them out. Moreover, the commitments that you make to yourself are the most important thing to keep. And I still struggle with this. We all do. We all do. And it's not bad to say, I struggle with this. It's not, it is normal. It's totally normal. So um, the commitments you make to yourself are the most important thing to keep. Every time you commit to something, even in your mind, if you say it verbally out loud, but even in your mind, if you don't follow through, you are slowly going to start to lose trust in yourself. You can't trust yourself to follow through with the little things you're telling yourself to do and it starts to make you feel shitty and you're going to lose self-confidence because you can't trust yourself that, you know, whether it be, I want to, this is a great example, like the running thing with me. If I tell myself I want to go run tomorrow in the morning and wake up and actually do it, I'm going to go to bed at 8.30 and I do. And then 4.15 a.m. comes and the alarm clock goes off and I groan and I roll over and go back to bed. Later in the day, I am so regretful and, you know, it just keeps giving me excuses to not do it the next day. You just have to do it. You just have to push your body to do it. And that's where self-discipline comes into play. So self-discipline, by definition, is the ability to control one's feelings and overcome one's weaknesses. The ability to pursue what one thinks is right, despite the temptations to abandon it. It's regulating your emotions, your thoughts, and your behavior in the face of temptation and impulse. 
that being said, you know, self-discipline is, is hard to achieve. It's hard skill to learn unless you were just, you grew up um, with self-discipline. Some people just naturally have self-discipline and other people like myself do not have self-discipline just naturally inside of them. So um, you really have to work on it and develop the skill of having self-discipline. And it is so rewarding when you do and you may slip up from time to time and give in to that temptation or the impulse or whatever it is. And I hope it's not a super bad one. I'm thinking in the terms of, you know, eating on a diet, um, keeping to a workout plan, um, staying away from crappy relationships in the dating world and, and these different types of things, right? So um, there's some ways that you can improve self-discipline in yourself and the first of those being saying your goals out loud writing your goals down and looking at them frequently several times a day you need to be reminding yourself of your goal you need to actually be able to look at it with your eyes the words on paper what your goal is and then there's an interesting way to break your goals down into smaller goals. Um, so what you need to do is write down that big, huge goal as far-fetched as it may seem, as crazy as it may seem, even if you're fearful of it, write that goal down. Then ask yourself, why? Write down the why. Why, why do you want that goal? When you write down why, that's gonna give you a smaller goal. Then why for that goal? Write down the next why. Why do I want that? Keep writing it down until you can't keep writing down why you want that goal. That last, that last one is going to be the most simplest of the goals to start achieving. It's going to give you a blueprint on how to achieve your goal. Okay, so breaking down those larger goals into smaller goals is another tip to improve self-discipline. Um, you need to have smaller goals, smaller wins, and celebrate those small wins frequently. And writing things down is really such a key component to success. So we need to start writing everything down in a journal. Journals are inexpensive. Um, notepads are inexpensive. Write it down. This one is huge, and it really goes back to what I was talking about uh, with accountability and um abandoning your commitments is identifying your weaknesses, your triggers, and your temptations. Write down those as well, as detailed and defined as possible, your weaknesses, triggers, and temptations, what sets you back every time. Once you've written those down, you can plan how to get back to a safety spot if you are to um, be triggered or encounter these temptations again, okay? And one of those huge ways to not even be tempted in the first place is to not allow yourself in situations or environments that harbor your temptations. So like me, back in the day, I loved to drink. I loved the nightlife. Um, I was going out to clubs all the time. I couldn't wake up in the morning. I was spending all my money. I was not happy. I was so depressed and in a bad spot and I was failing in all my relationships. 
don't go to the club in the first place now okay so here's what you do not go to the club you put yourself in a different environment you change the routine you change the situation so that your life is now more productive don't have a bar job if you're gonna drink all night at the bar and then go party with the people don't you know if you need to switch if you're a bartender like I was and you need to put yourself in a different situation to get out of the temptation so for me, I, a nine to five job keeps me so responsible and has helped me with my self-discipline. Shifting from, you know, the fun bar scene to I want to wake up and have success. I want to go to bed by 830. Um, I don't want to go out and spend my money. So I'm not going to go out to bars and clubs and go spend all my money and do those things I have a better relationship you know that's my example of just getting out of that situation to begin with the environment that has all those temptations and switching it up so that you're no longer tempted in the first place Um, another example of that is if you were on a diet you know throwing away every single food in your fridge and your pantry that may not be on the diet plan. So that way, when you go to get some food in your house, you're not going to pick up the the crap food. You're not going to pick up the junk food. You only have that healthy food in the house. That's another way to not tempt yourself in the first place. Um, making these things really easy so if you want to get up and work out put your workout clothes on your nightstand right next to your head you know so that way when you wake up in the morning all you have to do is with your sleepy closed eyes just put those clothes on put those tennis shoes on and walk out of your room and you're probably going to work out so That's a huge thing is just changing the environment, changing the situation. So that way you're not tempted. Triggers are another big one. If you know a certain person, if you're around them, y'all start to make bad decisions. Y'all feed off of each other. It becomes a toxic situation. I'm sorry, but do not... You can love them from afar, but cut that trigger out of your life entirely. Just don't, and it sounds so easy to say, just don't do it. Just don't hang out with that person. Make it easy. Block them on all social media. It's not rude when it's good for you. Okay, you need to be prioritizing yourself and prioritizing your goals before toxic temptations, impulses, okay? These things are more important. When you look back on your life, achieving your goals is going to be so much more satisfying than giving into these temptations. So just that being said, temptation is by definition, a desire to engage in a short-term urge um, for enjoyment that threatens your long-term goals. It's the desire to do something especially wrong or unwise. Giving into temptations will not only affect you, but it will most definitely affect those around you that love you. 
they will see that you are breaking down, spiraling. If you watch uh, Jersey Shore, they're always spiraling um, when they're getting drunk and doing bad things because, you know, it, it is going to hurt other people around you because whether you like it or not, at any age, you are a role model. You are an example for others. You know, make sure you're doing the right things so that you're inspiring other people to do the right things. So next, let's go into what is an accountability. An accountability, or basically what I'm saying is an accountability partner is someone that you can trust and it's not necessarily someone of the same background. Um, It's going to be someone who has similar goals or has a similar vibe or has a similar spirit. Someone who wants to see you succeed. It can be someone that you, um, preferably someone that you have contact with regularly. There are ways, you know, that you could have a long distance accountability part of accountability buddy, but I would recommend, um, definitely someone that you are going to encounter and come in contact with pretty regularly. Um, there's even apps I found in my research. There's one, I think it's called supporty and it sets you up with an accountability buddy, um, which is very interesting. I'm going to check that out. And, um, if I, you know, find more information on stuff like that. Once I make a social media page, I will most definitely um, link everyone to that. So um, it's definitely someone that you have contact with regularly. It can be a spouse, partner, friend, or family member, but you do have to be careful with that. You need to be careful with that. It preferably someone just kind of of mutual respect, um, an acquaintance, uh, someone that a a friend is good but still you need to be careful with that and why that is is because um you know our friends and family and spouses they love us but they may let us give in to the temptation for example um you tell your spouse don't let me keep me accountable for this diet I want to be held accountable to stick to this diet and stick to this health um, plan. And you go one night to reach for the junk food. Is your partner really going to tell you, hey, no, you're not supposed to do that? No, they're probably going to, you know, let you uh, indulge. So just be careful. You need someone who is who's really going to be firm with holding you to your commitments. Um, once you have found this person... Once you found this person, this perfect accountability buddy, so the perfect accountability buddy, a perfect accountability buddy is someone not necessarily of the same um, background, of a specific background, gender, sex, etc. It's someone that has your best interests in mind and may have a similar goal. It's a positive person who can keep a commitment to checking in regularly. That's a big part of it because you're going to need to check in with this person regularly. Someone who you feel is non-judgmental, positive, can give good advice, and who will support you still through the failures. And someone who you see or can speak with on a regular basis. So those are the uh, perfect traits for an accountability buddy. 
And once you have found this person and you've approached them and y'all have decided, let's be accountability partners, you need to set clear expectations, write down the goals together, Um, You need to come up with a plan. You need to explain those triggers, temptations, impulses to the accountability partner. Um, Make a plan on how you're going to celebrate your small wins along the way. And you need to um, make sure that it's a positive reinforcement relationship. It's definitely not going to be a situation where if one person has a small fail, the other person makes them feel badly about it. No, it's only positive reinforcement. Also, you need to set a specific timeline for your goal or the whatever they are holding you accountable for, whatever you're holding them accountable for. And almost literally, you can create an accountability contract. So you need to have the goal, the timeline for this. You need to have the plan, the triggers, how you're going to overcome those triggers and temptations and um, ways that you're going to celebrate. So those are the things that you need in your accountability contract. So also in the accountability contract or the game plan here, you need to set specific weekly, monthly, or daily check-in times that you and your accountability will go over your wins, your small wins, your small fails, your successes, and updates along the way. And you have to make sure, like I've said so many times that you are writing down your small wins but also you need to write down your small fails so that way you can acknowledge them take accountability for them and learn how to not do them again um so let's talk about one other thing and i'm kind of gonna go off of the internet here so um i'm on the web page and i just kind of stumbled across this once i was researching accountability buddies and accountability partners and this is called the um protege effect right and so the protege effect is basically being a mentor or being a teacher for someone else um in that way you're taking on more responsibility you're being accountable for not only yourself but someone else and that's going to make you more motivated and accountable in the end basically when we teach we learn right so this is called the protege effect um let's see it is you know it's been going on forever mentorships and I think that this is a very cool thing that I've come across so you're investing in someone else's success you feel committed to their cause that also keeps you inspired and it puts a spark in you and it can also help you um, stay motivated in yourself and to hold yourself more accountable um, because you're going to be achieving not only your own goals but someone else's goals are are being achieved from under you so um, I definitely think that's very exciting Um, that would be not exactly accountability buddy but more of a mentorship someone who maybe is new to um something, an industry, uh, a craft that you are very familiar with, you know, getting them under your wing and just helping them out 
really trying to empower them and um, being selfless and not not thinking about your own gain but thinking about how you can help them with their gain and celebrating their small wins i think that's really really cool so you know writing down just to for some takeaways here writing down our small wins starting to write down maybe our small fails so we can come up with a plan to attack those i'm actually going to post my small win log on my 10th episode for everyone to see and for to keep me accountable I'm verbalizing that so um, that's going to keep me accountable on writing this down and practicing what I what I'm preaching being self accountable versus someone um, having someone keep you accountable you can never blame someone else for your success your failures your happiness um, so you do definitely have to be self accountable and practice self discipline but having someone to help you along the way to celebrate to not judge you when you do fail and to keep you motivated is an amazing tool. So I really suggest finding that perfect accountability buddy. And you may need multiple accountability buddies for the different goals that you have. Okay, the power of keeping your commitments is huge. It's almost everything. When someone looks back and remembers you someday, are they gonna say, oh, yeah, they weren't really there, they were, they were flaky. Were they going to say, oh, my big sister was always there. She was, she was always there. I could always count on her. What do you want people to say about you? And then when you have small fails, fail forward. You know, don't let it eat at you. Don't sit there and ruminate and think about it over and over. Just keep going, but write it down. And that way, when you start and write down the trigger, why did you fail? So that way, when this situation comes again, you know how to attack it. Or you can find what environment, what situation, what, why were you tempted in the first place? And you can avoid that environment or situation altogether. So that wraps up um, everything I wanted to talk about today. So we have been um, leaving each other on a positive note the past two weeks. So we're going to leave you, I'm going to leave you with a quote today that I've been hearing a lot, especially in like when it comes to work and sales um, trainings, but it really does ring true for everything, every time. And let's say it out loud, just like we have been with the affirmations the last couple of weeks. So repeat after me. Whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Right? It's true. Whether you think you can or you can't, you are right. Because... You are the master of yourself, and you can decide to make today a positive day and think about positive thoughts. Keep working towards your goal and celebrating your small wins along the way. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I hope you have a safe weekend. I hope you have a fun weekend. And until next Friday, see ya.